Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masechtas Rosh Hashanah, finishing the third parak with Mishnah Ches, moving on to the fourth parak with Mishnah Aleph. After we discussed the idea that one has to have intent and fulfill up their, to, in order to fulfill a mitzvah, we're going to discuss the following. When Moshe was on top of the mountain, he lifted his hands up, then the Jewish people were successful in vanquishing Amalek. And when his hands were down, they were unsuccessful, and they were again pushed back and repelled during the battle for Amalek following the splitting of the sea. Ask our Mishnah, Did the hands of Moshe, did the position of his hands really uh, determine the success and the outcome of the battle? No. When they see Moshe, they didn't look even higher and recognize that all of Moshe's power and everything that they have in this world, their success is predicated on belief in God, and they did win. But if, they, if Moshe's hands were down, they weren't looking upwards, they'd fall again in recognition that ultimately all success comes from God. I once heard from Rav Asher Weiss, and he said as follows, you think the people in battle were looking at Moshe's hands? No, they were fighting a battle. It means everyone who didn't go to battle, they were on the sides, and they were the ones davening. Okay. Similar idea. So there's a very strange story in Bamidbar when the people were all dying. God says to Moshe, make yourself a snake, some sort of serpent placed in a pole, on a pole, and those who are bitten, who are bitten by the, the real snakes, they look at this, they will live. Does this copper snake really determine who lives and dies? Of course not. Rather, when they look there, they actually look further and recognize it all comes to God from God. They be healed. Now, later on, we learned that Hiskel destroyed this because people, the snake, because people thought the power came from the snake itself. Okay, very interesting. Next, back to our legal matters, away from the Hashkafa uh, matters. Cherish, a person who's deaf and also mute, Shota, deranged person, and a minor, are not able to cause others to fulfill their obligations, they can't emote see others, because these people are themselves, they're not obligated in mitzvahs, because they don't have the capacity to think uh, think on a higher level. Anyone who's not obligated in a matter cannot cause others to fulfill their obligation in that matter. And that's why there are various mitzvahs where we say men should be uh, motzi the woman, but women should be motzi men because a woman is not technically obligated. She could just volunteer and opt in to do so. Mishnah, Aleph, the fourth parak. If Yom Tov Shoshana falls down on Shabbos at this year, but Mikdash Hayatokun, they blow in the base of Mikdash Avlob Medina, but the Gzairus of Rav was, we were, we were concerned people might carry the chauffeur and Rosh Hashanah outside the Arabs, so we say, no blowing outside the Mikdash. Once the base of Mikdash was destroyed, Yochan and Zaka said, we're going to allow people to blow the chauffeur on Rosh Hashanah anywhere there's a Bezdin. No, he only established it in the one Bezdin where the central Bezdin went, and that was Yavna. No, Yavna and everywhere else where there was a court. I wish you all a wonderful day.